Good morning, Alana. So great. Good morning, Rada. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic. I'm so excited to talk to you today and, and get going at some interesting topics we have. Yes. So let's dive right in. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about, well, I made an introduction, but would you like to share a little bit about um, the work you do? Yes, I would love to. Um, so I am a certified clinical hypnotherapist, and I have been studying how the mind works for at least, I would say, probably like seven or eight years now. And um, I'm fascinated with the whole concept of our minds being like computer systems and how it's we're technically programmable people. And so mm-hmm. um, I, I love to discuss, you know, ideas that are expanding and opening and, you know, things that can really bring the mind to get its, uh, I want to say closure in a way. And it's op- okay. So it's closure. Mm-hmm. It's closure is like understanding where our limits are and why there's limits there and how they've been placed there and how, um, through trauma, our minds can be, I would say, covered over. Mm-hmm. And so when you when we break apart the layers of the mind, we get to really see what's what's there and how it's affecting mm-hmm. us today. So I study the mind, I study metaphysics. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a passion of mind. And, and today we're going to be talk, talking about deprogramming and our show is called deprogrammed and we both have a lot of experience um going down this rabbit hole you know i countered this um concept or idea both from the work that we do and and for me personally through um gosh i would say you know personal experiences too you know i spent a long time deprogramming myself um, of right. after being heavily, 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 heavily programmed. So, um, you know, it's not, it's, it's personal, but it's also collective. And I think it's really important for people to know because, you know, we have to sort of understand what's going on before we have any real sovereignty. Cause if you don't, if you don't know, you don't know. Right. So you have right. to, you have to learn first, like, Hey, well, what's, what's going on in my mind? Why do I think like this? Um, and are these thoughts really, really mine, or are these just sort of programs that are running? Um, it is so, both, right? It's both. Yeah, both. <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's just jump right in. What do you What do you know about this? What would you like to share about this today? Okay, so as I was saying, um, you asked me. I was trying to explain what I do, and then it, it gets into like, there's so many different aspects to it. Um, when we study the mind and we learn how the mind works, we know the brain is a program and, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't fully understand that there are systems of set programs running. Um, And so sometimes we're accidentally programmed and sometimes it happens purposely through different programs that are called programs Mm -hmm. um, by different groups of, I would say they are sorcerers, they're magicians, they are masters and manipulators of our physical universe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can see this a lot in movies and we think, oh, they're just movies. We don't really, that stuff doesn't really exist. But as we dive deeper into understanding occult wisdom and, and how we have been given a set of programs to cover up our true potential, our, our true divi- divinity and sovereignty, mm-hmm. as you say, 
And so we're basically trapped in matter by these illusions mm-hmm. and um, all these distortions. And so they've actually been injected into our consciousness. And so when I say you're accidentally programmed or is it purposeful? And I, I, I like to say, I want to talk more about accidentally being programmed mm-hmm. just for people, just for those who are not aware of what we call the conspiracy theories. I don't want to people to get turned off by it because I don't want to turn people off because it's so important that they understand and learn how it works before they just, you know, push it aside and say it's not important to them. Mm-hmm. And so when you're accidentally programmed, I'll start by our understanding of what suggestibility is. Mm-hmm. So in my clinical hypnotherapy training, we learned that suggestibility is how we take in information, how we learn, and how we are subjected to taking advice from Um, our environment and those around us Mm -hmm. so when you're in trauma you're more likely to be suggestible Mm -hmm. to certain things right away than you were when you would and also if you look at your chart and astrology and you look at how your where you're what you need to work on as far as an expanding soul you would know that your your mind might be more open than others and so even the people who who have the closed mind in their tend to be just as suggestible because they're not um they can't think more outside the box so they're they're (laughs) subjected to being inside the box so um accidental programming happens when you're um say you have parents that are fighting all the time or you have some type of um distress happening in your life and you can watch movies um i would say disney is a great example i like to call this one i didn't I didn't coin it, but I found it. It's called Princess Programming. And little girls are all programmed by the princesses. And I I know this is true because this is how I woke up. Because I started realizing that there were different altered states that I would go into. Um, This was older in my life when I realized that music was influencing me. And I remembered how the Disney movies influenced me. and And little girls are influenced by Disney today in different ways. But... Um, princess programming is a huge one because it, it invokes a certain type of behavior pattern in little girls. It causes mm-hmm. them to be, to have this like damsel of distress thing going on or, mm. um, or they're seeking out um, boys in such a way because the princesses are always going for some man that they know mm-hmm. nothing, that they know nothing about and disobeying their family. And there's always some type of weird conflict going on, whether or not it's purposeful purposely done by the people who create these shows and movies or if it's just done accidentally because of our beautiful creative abilities um I don't really want to say yes or no to that I definitely know there's some purposeful stuff happening here but the accidental part just happens because that's how our minds are made it is Uh made to to cover up and protect us so um I could go on and on so I just want to make sure that I'm staying on topic with what is aligned with no, definitely. I mean, pr- princess programming is such a big one for women. And I know that um, I, for one, have <laughs> have had princess programming. I grew up with uh, fairy tales and, you know, Disney movies. And um, all of them are this, you know, girl who basically she, she, you know, she sort of loses her identity and she's, she feels, she kind of has struggles a lot in her childhood. And then she sort of has um, this man or prince, you know, pick her up and save her. Yes. And everything's great after that. 
And um, that was one of the, that was a huge program for me and also for my clients that I work through. But that programming can be so dangerous and so toxic and lead you into toxic relationships because uh, it teaches women that you're not supposed to take your power. Like in order to be loved, and this is, you know, you have to sort of give your power away and you cannot claim it for yourself because if you do, your Prince Charming won't love you. In other words, you need to trade up your power and personal power in exchange for love, right? Yes. And you know, what you just hit on is the whole covering up of the feminine um, and not just the feminine, but the matriarchal understanding of Godhead, like the, the mm-hmm. mother aspect of God. And that's exactly what why you and I in particular are so drawn to this information because this is the time when it's coming to the surface and we're having our galactic memories restored. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. And so we can see through the illusions of these things now. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's exciting to talk about it because women and men both alike are both being under my control in different aspects and mm-hmm. it, it's affecting our ability to unite together in the hierarchy oh. gamos union of our so sacred true. sacred relationships and um divine love ships i would like to say oh it's so true though because you see the men also have heavy programming you know where they have the alpha programming Um, And they really, they feel like they have to be superior, they have to dominate, they they have to be in control all the time, Um, they can't feel their feelings, it's like they're not allowed to, they don't have access to their emotions. And so what happens is the masculine and feminine are unable to bond as a union. And in a way, it's like the feminine is kind of always reaching for the masculine, the masculine doesn't um, want, it's like a he's not trained to hold the feminine in her full womanly power, you know, and the feminine also has conflict with the masculine. And so it's this sort of ping pong of pain, I call it, that goes back and forth. And it's like, when is this going to end? But it's really going to end when we start to unwind the programs within ourselves personally. And then, you know, I think when we take responsibility for starting to do that or find someone that's trained, such as Alana or myself, you know, then, you know, get the support you need, because it's really important that um, that you start unwinding these programs, because they... I love how you just said unwinding, mm-hmm. because it literally is like an unwinding, like you're you can literally like shake your head around and unwind all the programs. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I love that. It's so it's so important. And and that's where we start to open up to our true self. And like you said, our galactic memories are coming back. They're being activated for a reason. And we want to make more room inside of ourselves. And like you said, we are like a computer program. You know, um, when you have too many programs running, you cannot add more another program. (laughs) I couldn't update my computer the other day because I, um, it was too full. So I had to delete some old programs um, before I could even update my my new program, you know, and so we are the exact same way. We have to start deleting old programs that are really not for our highest and best good. But you might need to find someone skilled enough to help identify what programs are running. And I think most people probably know um, in some ways like what's going on because they keep coming into the same issue over and over again. Don't do you agree? Absolutely. Um, and you said, when we said unlo- unlocking galactic memories, 
I also think of that as cellular memories that are locked <laughs> inside of our, our body. And so one reason why um, the dark forces, I'd say, um, of course, when I say dark forces, I want people to know that I do have done research and understand the difference between our shadow and darkness or, and how dark and, and shadow is not necessarily a bad thing. But what lurks in the darkness can sometimes be um, not have your best interest in mind, right? So mm-hmm. um, when, when I say how these things are affected is that cellular memories get locked inside of our body because the trauma is locked inside of our body. And when we, when we release the trauma, the memories are able to, to, uh, to come forth. And mm-hmm. that's healing when you're able to release those things. Otherwise, it sticks in your body and it causes you to get sick. It yes. causes a lot of things. And so one thing that they keep us in is a docile, um, low vibrational state. It could also mean that they keep us in our lower mind. Mm-hmm. And, and even if I say they, it also is accidental. So keep in mind that everything I say that could be either what we call like done to us or something that happened by just chance in your environment. Mm-hmm. So when we start to do sessions with someone, you will notice that you might even start to feel better when you really mm-hmm. start looking at your different experiences um, or things that you don't even remember that happened to you. And some people would say, well, don't you think that's better that we don't know because then it affects us? Well, no, I don't think that because you might think that and once you know, once you think about it and deal with it, that it's just going to bring it up and it's going to make you depressed. But that's why you're depressed maybe is because yeah. it's locked inside of you and you don't even know your body remembers yeah, exactly. what your mind can forget. So, so true. Yeah. So the law of the of cause and effect has trapped us here and um, because of suggestive programming and, you know, advertisements and, you know, pe- I also believe that if you go deeper into occult knowledge and metaphysics and astrology, I believe that for those who do believe in reincarnation, that um, if we had an understanding of these things, we would not be stuck on this wheel of reincarnation so strongly. We would mm-hmm. be able to expand and maybe reach a, a level of enlightenment sooner as a collective mm-hmm. if we all were taking responsibility for the things that have happened to us and how suggestible we are to mm-hmm. to our environment yeah and I, I i agree with you i think that um the way that it is right now it's uh, there's just so much in our environment that it's impossible to not have accidental programming because it's everywhere you know it's it's every every everywhere in every corner and facet of our life um, it's telling us who to be, how to be, and what to be um, for men and for women and for every everyone. Um, and so there's no there's no way to not come across it, to not be influenced by it, you know. And I think even even uh, as much work as I do, I can see sometimes like with fashion and stuff like that. I it's like easy to just like look at something and then get influenced. So I'm very cautious of that now, and I do not buy um, fashion magazines. I don't. I don't buy into the trends. I don't look for that. Um, I don't, I used to, you know, get all the magazines that I would want to stay up. I used to be a fashionista and have to get everything that was coming out. And I'm like, wait a minute, who's this benefiting? Not me, you know? And uh, I just believe that it's really important. I to think that's the plastic, monitor. that's mm-hmm. the plastic um, agenda. Sorry oh, to interrupt you. Yes. Say, say it the- again, did you say plastic? Plastic agenda, and it literally is yeah. plastics. It's it came to me in a vision before understanding how plastic. It came to me as the word plastics. P, L, S, T, Y, X. 
plastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that came to me. And um, it is a program, and that's why we you feel that need to keep up with everything. No, I don't. I don't feel that need anymore. I'm living Not now. right now in the Appalachians, and I and I'm so happy because I don't feel um, bombarded is the word. Truly, the word bombarded with garbage you know, coming into my consciousness all the time. I mean, my greatest influence is nature. And I stick with that. And I think when we come back to nature, we come back to ourselves. We are so under, you know, amnesia um, that really we, re- we want to come back to who we truly are. The fastest and easiest way is to come back to nature. Um, take your shoes off, go walk in the forest, go lean on a tree, go take a deep breath. We want to keep coming back to the holistic way of being. And it's the opposite of plastics, right? So the plastics will have you going, you know, fast for nothing and and trying to gain all of these things. There's nothing wrong with having beautiful things. Trust me. I love beautiful things. I have beautiful things. But but I'm not a slave. I'm not a slave to chasing um, chasing all that stuff anymore so it really makes a difference it takes a huge stress out of your life when you start to unwind these programs and um and also it's much more cost efficient too because (laughs) i noticed like i was buying the same thing over and over and over and over again without even realizing i was getting it like i would keep getting like the same dresses or the same um makeup or the same things over and over and i was like why do i have so many of these like what's going on (laughs) when i started to clear stuff out and it's just, that's what programming does is you don't even realize what, that you're doing it, you know? Do you know that I've been really, um, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it, it's making me nervous to see, you know, when I was younger, I definitely was like into chasing boys and I, I loved makeup at an early age and I, I went to wear thongs, you know, and I'm thinking, where did this stuff come from? And I look back mm-hmm. and I see... I can see the difference now in the children and how they're influenced and they're in their style of clothes. They're all dressing the same now. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are like the cutoff shirts and the little tight jeans. And I just can't believe that that's the kids' culture now. You, they don't, you don't find kids' clothes anymore. They're not wearing cute little kids' clothes. No. And um, it's very interesting how that correlation of when I was little and I see, I can see now exactly where things came in and where and how I, those behaviors came in. Mm-hmm. And I really think it has a lot to do with a purposeful division between men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see it too, how it's, I, I guess I don't want to get too off topic with the division of men and women, but I definitely think that that has something to do with part of the programming here is to oh, yeah. stop these divine connections. Like, it's more than just getting together and having a baby, you know, when two people get together and there are, there's extreme love involved, it raises the vibration of the planet. This is and, true. Yeah. And so these programs are built in order to keep us so distracted that we don't even get in touch with our divinity, but it's beautiful mm-hmm. because we're seeing a lot more of it happen now. And with the internet and YouTube, there's people making videos. And I've watched so many videos of people's perspective on mind control. Mm-hmm. And there are different programs being ran. And I'll name a couple of them that programs that we have going on. We have the Princess Program. We have Beta Sex Kitten Programming. We have Trauma-Based Mind Control. We call it SRA. Mm-hmm. Also is Satanic Ritual Abuse and MK Ultra. 
and yeah. MK Ultra is a big one. It's pretty intense to really talk about these mm-hmm. subjects that are kind of uncomfortable, right? Oh my gosh, really, it's really true, and it's uh, you know, and then also don't forget the Monarch program. <laughs> oh yes, Monarch Butterfly. Butterfly transforming into the new you. Um, but really, uh, that that's a really really. I mean, they're all just. Oh. To break you open to break you open earlier. That's what they do in the industry. They want to break you open really early and to yep. and to, and put you in in all these situations to where you are not your innocence taken away. But it's yep. also in a way you, you want to believe that it's freeing because people are getting money to do whatever they want. Yep. They're able to express themselves, but they don't realize that their their way of expressing is in, is infecting other people. It's a controlled expression too. It's controlled and it's because really they're not expressing anything new. It's the same in the same box. It's like, I don't see anything new coming out of their expressions. There's nothing new. It's the same sexiness. It's the same poutiness. It's the same stuff. It's the same songs over and over again. It's the same films. You're not really being fully self-expressed as a human. You think you're being expressed. You think you have freedom, but you're just a caged animal. And you're not really truly having full sovereignty. And at the end of the day, there is a there is always a price to pay. And um, it's your and soul. It's, a, it's your soul, but it's also the trauma that goes on in between. Um, you know, I'll go into that maybe in another podcast because it's it's heavy. It's really really heavy. And as a shaman, um, as a shaman, I I bet you have a lot of women come in, even men that have these programs and you could see yes. where they're locked in there in between, like you said, in between all those things, which is like between our different levels of the layers of our bodies, our spirit body, our mental body, yeah. our physical, our different layers that we exist. They're all distorted because of Distor- yeah, You're right. It's like um, you, you can look so beautiful on the outside and look like this incredible, like something everyone would envy. But at the same time, your soul is, you're fragmented. Like, it doesn't matter how someone looks, people listen to me really clearly. It doesn't matter how someone looks. If it's a guy who looks like a superhero and has all the best cars and everything, or if it's a woman that looks like a supermodel, sex symbol, it doesn't matter how they look. I have so many people living in Hollywood Hills. I mean, I I have a lot of, had a lot of celebrities come and of course I had to sign a lot, all the, you know, contracts, confidentiality, um, but you know, sometimes I'd go to the studio lots and do personal sessions, um, you know, and, you know, let me just tell you, not everything is how it looks, not everything is how it seems. Um, It's easy to fall into the into being a slave of illusion, and and worshiping people and things that you know nothing about, you know, you we're giving our power every day when we look at magazines and worship how someone looks, it's dangerous. Um, when you go on TV and you and you're like worshiping um, a certain celebrity or something, you know, it, it's just you want to be careful to what you're putting your attention to. Yeah, and what you're putting on a pedestal. And if you're worshiping like either just beauty or just money or just power, um, you're actually giving your energy away to something that's never going to give. You're never going to get a return on your investment. There, I'll <laughs> tell you that. You know, um, you, you won't. And you want to really claim this life as yours. And 
as a sovereign being, you know, you know, it's easy. Really good people get trapped in really bad situations. Let me just put it that way. You know, it's but why not- is that? Why is that? You just made a really good point that good people mm-hmm. get trapped in these things. And why? Well, it's because I believe that they, that there's those who have known ahead of time who is going to be what and who is going to be, yep. is going to be what through remote viewing or whatever powers they have. And they can see whose bloodlines to control at low buzzes and, mm-hmm. you know, which women to target. And so they send out their minions and they target these people. And they cause soul fragmentation purposely. Yeah. And all these severe addictions on the planet are caused by these severe soul fragmentations. Yeah. Um, by the astral body and, the, and that in-between world that you mentioned. It causes mm-hmm. splitting and it causes damage to the nervous system and to the light body and to the brain mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. It's so true. I really appreciate you saying that. And um, I mean, I'm just going to briefly bring in the, the back, the princess programming, because that really was an like an altar that affected me um you know when I was a little girl I remember having like 10 or 20 Barbies and then seeing them naked and then being like oh my god as a five-year-old I was like I have to, I, I have to look like that when I grow up you know um and then getting triggered by by these little fairy tales I was watching and then later it would be it was Pamela Anderson and, uh, there were certain triggers and I remember them being actually triggers inside of me like oh now it's time for me to get breast implants it was almost a trigger and there was nothing anyone could do or say to stop me it's like I had to do it um it was part of the programming that I had and so um in order to be a lovable beautiful princess I had to get that programming and that programming led into other programmings which I, I'm not going to discuss on this show but they, it's like, um, they lead into other, they morph into other, <laughs> other programs <laughs> and, you know, they're so toxic. And so I can't even tell you how much pain these programs can cause a person. Um, as someone that's been through it myself, I, I know that it's damn it. It's so damaging, and, but I'm so grateful that I found ways to unwind and to deprogram because it is the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, when I went into the healing work and really started to access these other points, it, it just saved my life. I was on a path that was leading towards like falling off a cliff and dying, you know, with these programs, they were leading me towards a very, very dark path. And, um, and I'm really grateful that I get to work with people and help them deprogram too. I think it takes someone that's been through something like this to understand how it works and to have compassion enough to say, hey, it's not your fault. You were programmed. You didn't know, you know, um, sometimes you can't, you can't help things if you don't know. You're just running on autopilot and it's not, it's not your fault. So if, you, if you're going through that, you know, please know that it's not your fault. And if you're listening to this, then there's a reason, there's a purpose. And if you have a program running, then you can get help. That's a wonderful thing about it is that this isn't permanent. Like, you know, everything is reversible. That's why, you know, you can get deprogrammed just as easily as you can programmed, right? So I would say, I would say the deprogramming is, it is much harder and it maybe it's a painful process. But the truth is the programming was a painful process too. Let's not, you just don't remember. <laughs> you just don't remember how painful it was, but it was a painful process and it was, um, it had its own tortures <laughs> too. So you, you know, 
to unwind from that is liberation. That's sovereignty. That's truth. That's light. That's love. That's being so loving to yourself to say no more. I am not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to subject myself to this kind of programming. You said it's, I won't. It's true. Mm-hmm. You said it, it was. Um, you said just now that it was light and it was knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. like to also add that it's also information because information yes. is light, and when you're in form, you're in formation. You're, yeah. you're all of your pieces are coming back together because the soul fragmentations, the soul splitting happens from this programming. And when your soul splits, you allow yourself to be open to entities and attachments. Yeah. And a lot of these um, occult, you know, the dark satanic occult energies, they purposely call in these entities and these attachments and they can attach to the children. So if your parents yeah. were involved in cults or dark rituals or black magic or sacrificing Ooh. or anything like that, children have attachments on them naturally so you're not always sometimes you're not yourself when these things happen and you can't really be mad you know it's like you have to have compassion when you're going through these things for whoever is involved because everyone's trapped by these illusions Mm -hmm. and so that's the way to win that's the way to get out of this is really to just we have to overcome our fears and dissolve the darkness that exists in the layers of our mind so we can be free of mental bondage right Oh, it's so beautiful. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes to that. I, that's just so that was a gorgeous image just seeing like the bondage is being broken. And I think, you know, people are afraid of taboo subjects or, you know, there's a fear about talking about things that are unconventional. But to me, there's no fear because there's freedom rather to me. There's a freedom. If you're willing to, to look, you might find something you know, um, it pays to be curious, you know, <laughs> and it pays to, to at least explore because you never know. You just um, said it pays to be curious, but I think it's funny how they injected in our consciousness that curiosity kills the cat, right? Of course, because they everything's don't, you know, opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite. We're running in a world that is reflecting opposite. And so you do need to be curious. You do need to um, do research. You need to be somebody that is willing to look and not be afraid everyone wants to hide and I think in this new age culture a lot of people are like that's negative I'm only focusing on the positive and I'm manifesting the positive and that's true you can manifest positive by thinking positive but if you have old funky programs running no matter how much positive you manifest the old programs are going to outweigh the new one so you could be living like a you know like a queen in a castle and then all of a sudden boom everything's gone you know um because your program your your other programs are more dominant because they're installed deeper into you because you know there's many layers like hypnotherapy you know that there's many layers to your mind right Mm -hmm. so it's important to get the old program out before you install a new one right yes yeah. I was thinking that um, some people would feel that they're okay. What I'm trying to say is that there are, there's some movies that we watch and things that we like, right? For instance, mm-hmm. I listen, I talk about all this stuff and I would love, you know, I'm working on a script or like I'm working on writing a book about it. And oftentimes our beautiful creation that we're making it can tend to influence others and that's why I've been afraid of creating things because I don't I know how much my influence can affect a child or someone 
and mm-hmm. accidentally or purposely. And so I think making disclaimers when people make movies and they make things. Um, I'm part of, I work with World Trust Media Network and part of their programming is called the T300 Programming. Um, the idea that was created by Shelley Robinson, uh, a good friend of mine and a spiritual teacher, she talks about how um, we sh- we're instilling a new way of being through media, um, through tr- mm-hmm. trust and transparency, which means that when you're uh. making a movie and you're making something that has sigils, it has symbols, it has things, you have to make a disclaimer. This movie may affect your brain wave. It might affect your way of thinking. And so... These are real things that we have to take into account now. Children need to be explained that some of the stuff they're watching is not real. Um, and that yes. but the same thing is, is that it looks very real. And it kind of is when you're acting out something, even if it's not real, it is real. It's still, mm-hmm. you're doing it. You're, you're still living out that experience. And so, and we're watching it and people like to be entertained. And I think that people that, mm-hmm. people that entertain kind of scare me a little bit. And people that need to be entertained scare me a little bit too. We have to be find a balance of <laughs> of creation here because I'd rather we create everything that we want than mm-hmm. have to be told that we can't do anything through censorship. So I'm totally in the middle between this beautiful creating stuff because we can't go back now. We're never going to go back <laughs> and, and change this because the creation is already happening and it needs to happen because this is part of our awakening. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. So through all of these programs and through everything we have to find that mental and emotional freedom uh and so that way it's we're true. not so automatic and we have to raise the frequency of fear and up into the higher realms of this creative ability that we have it's important <laughs> i think a lot of the entertainment coming out is toxic it's really toxic that's why i don't watch movies that's why i don't watch a lot of tv sh- i don't watch tv i don't even I, I gave my tv away i don't want it um there's nothing on tv right now that's getting you know uh, that i feel moved by um i i believe there needs to be a whole new paradigm when it comes to entertainment conscious entertainment entertainment it's like every time you watch a movie you're getting hypnotized and you're getting you're getting downloaded with everything in there. Um, that's why you can do product placement, and it's even a Pepsi in the background is getting installed yep. into. I love how people say, "Oh, I can't be hypnotized." I'm like, "You're my favorite person to hypnotize," because <laughs> like I love people. You already yeah, hypnotized. Exactly. We're, we're, we are programmable, hypnotized people. That's why they've gotten so good at doing these advertisements. You can't even notice them anymore. Nope. No, and I'm ready for. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for a new paradigm with entertainment you know um my background is in producing world trust media and yeah and you know it's important for people to i mean but it needs to be more it needs to come more and more and more to the to the forward like i you know i am making i'm creating a script i'm making a film and um and the thing is like there's not like for funding it's hard to get funding for more conscious things you know so funding is a big deal without funding how are you going to make a film how are you going to create, you know, but because a lot of the th- everything that gets funded is usually like horror or, or things that are um, more destructive in nature because, you know, investors think that's what makes money. That's what people want. That's what they're hungry for, you know, but um, I do think things are changing. And my intention is really to create content that is much more enlightening and inspiring and, um, and, 
just we're ready for something new we're on the precipice of huge change and i really believe that the conscious people that are coming together you know we are the change makers and we have to find a way to create a new niche for media that is transformative mentally emotionally and that is uplifting and inspiring you know so um it, it is going to be more popular i believe in the future um as uh, as this stuff starts to fade away but there's an addiction and i think we need addiction to be honest webbing. about it there's it's a... called addiction webbing mm-hmm. yes a huge addiction and um people are they they're thirsty for this <laughs> you know they're thirsty for what they're used to so you know you, you it first starts with the self before anything else and from there we can be open to other things but um, I think we have to understand that people already are addicted. So are you, are you addicted to watching too much, you know, horror movies or drama or Kardashians or um, pornography or whatever it is that the addiction is? Um, they have attachments. What are you... They have attachments on them yeah. because I've, I've seen them and I felt them. If you're kind of having ability to see, if you have the eyes to see, then mm-hmm. you can see that how they jump out at you. Literally, like I watched Fantasia before from Disney. And it's, it affected me so strongly because it was so, I can see the occult in it so strongly that it was dark. It was so dark. That movie is very dark. And it's mm-hmm. something attached on me and like literally jumped in my throat. And I got, I came down with the flu in that instant of watching it. Um, I got a sore wow. throat. My throat closed up. Um, like it was just, I didn't, I didn't eat anything. It was nothing about that. Like I knew psychically what happened. And mm-hmm. the addiction webbing is real. So I have a question for people listening. Are you someone's experiment? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. are, you, are you being played to some extent through mm-hmm. these addictions? That's a very important question. A really, really important question. Thank you. Off in the quiet zone now. <laughs> well, no, no, I think it's, I think it's, we're just letting that, letting that, um, questions sort of settle in for people you know sometimes like people need to think for themselves you can't you can tell people stuff as much as you want to but the truth is they have to sort of question it themselves until they do there's really no there's no change you know um and people don't and change is hard people don't want to change it's one of the hardest things to do because they know that there's a lot of work <laughs> involved in and in, in, in resetting your your programs, like, you know, I, there was a, I put in so, I put in so many hours and so much work and, um, devoted myself so much to really understanding the programs and understanding how to deprogram. So I understand, trust and me, learning hurts. Your whole, and learning hurts and it can change your life so much. Um, but it's always, always, always going to be for the better sometimes like the things that you think are convenient you know or easy or you don't want to look at it um everything gets turned on its head but then you get to really be empowered from it like old relationships will start to fade away that were not serving you like the sort of type of relationships that you have start to shift um things that you call into your life but to me it's all about quality i rather have quality than quantity that's my perspective but um anyhow well thank you so very 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 much alana for coming on is there anything else you wanted to share before we wrap this up yeah um just quickly you said there's a few things that you said it's so hard for me because i like i have so much like 
40 minutes is just not even close to the stuff that we <laughs> I really think that we can scratch upon. Um, we're just touching the surface of a few of these topics. But, you know, it is important to understand that when you are, when ha- you have been a victim of mind control or a victim of any of these programs, you do have a tag on you. And you do mm-hmm. not to scare you, not to make you paranoid. No, this is to give your power back. It's the complete opposite. Um, so because of these, there's, I want to mention just um, briefly, I looked up the Ascension Glossary um, d- definition of addiction webbing. And because you brought up the, the addictions. And so it's important to know that <clears throat> through the negative agenda, there's a coded implant and, a, me- and a, a mechanism that acts like a tick or a leech that um, it buries itself deeper into the lower areas of the astral body, mostly in the second chakra and into the instinctual response functions of the central nervous system. From the second level of the chakra layer, and we call it infection, if the addiction becomes severe over time, repetitive, destructive reactions and spiritually abusive behaviors as the response to external stimulus, it affects and eventually embeds itself deeper into the energy matrix of the light body. So if a false web work is created, like a spider web, mm-hmm. and it's like a film yeah. over, your, over your consciousness, and it acts to overlay on the nervous system. And so therefore, it infects the entire system right and it winds up the spine yeah. it winds up the spinal cord which blocks your kundalini which is your dragon yeah. your inner being and you will have the trigger implant placed in the back of the head and the neck which means that every time <laughs> something happens to you you might get like i used to get these really intense like like something was just stuck on my neck when i would be <clears throat> under distress excuse me <clears throat> and so these severe addictions can come as mood swings um it can come as as um, bipolar, manic, depressive, and there are different mm-hmm. signs of mental emotional instabilities, which cause a weaker um, immune system and then ultimately soul fragmentation where your soul just leaves yes. the body. So the reason why I want to say this really fast is just so that way people can understand that because of these things, you, you wonder why, why, is this, why are these bad things happening to me? And because you have a great purpose, because of your ability to manifest and because of your ability to create you're just a target to things. And so finding the help that you need to get rid of these addictions, to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, to not be so hard on yourself, to know that it's not always you and that yeah. you are still a beautiful child of the universe and that, you know, to be easier on yourself in the process. So oh my gosh. You, what you said just led me. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you for like hours and <laughs> hours and that's so beautiful and so, so, so true. You know, and that's what I, that's what I see so much when people come to me is like, there's this entity attachment that's hooked up to their nervous system. They literally wrap around like a vine, like, and um, it's almost like choking or strangulation of their, of their system, um, energy system. It's hell. And yeah, it's hell. And, and people wonder why, you know, in America, we have so many mental health issues and, um, I'm not saying that they're not real, but look at other alternative causes. If you look at the root source in shamanism, you know, we look at the soul as like a blueprint for like what's going on, you know, and, and also, like you said, the astral, you know, in the astral plane, so much goes on that you cannot even imagine. And um, when I do my healings, a lot of times I'll go there 
to figure out what's going on on their astral body that is affecting them in their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual body. Um, it's all tied in and it's just to the benefit of self to step into this and to look into it and to not be afraid, not be paranoid, um, not come at it like, Oh my gosh, what is, you know, this is so scary or this is a conspiracy theory. Like, no, it's really not a conspiracy theory. Uh, this is just, it's just science, you know? And, um, you just have to have to be willing to have an open mind, you know, having a closed mind is, is like, that's also, um, that's also my control too, because it's like, you know, holding back from being able to move outside of the box that you're in. It's like, nothing is real outside of the box that I'm in, you know, and that's just not true. <laughs> so, you know, it's a that's a dangerous place to be too. I like to explore everything. And I think that um, you can come to your own conclusion, you can decipher, but at least take a take a willingness to look deeper for if nothing else for yourself and also for your family and the people that you love because you know it affects everyone everyone and when you start to realize that then you can start to really come from a place of empowerment you know don't you agree absolutely I totally agree with that uh there's just so much like I love this <laughs> and I don't, I, don't, I, mean... <laughs> I love the freedom aspect of it I love truth being told and even if it's uncomfortable, because yeah. there is, there's so much that we can't see. Uh, and so there are people who came, who are here first to help those awaken. And the ones who just don't want to or are not going to, those, are, those people are just as important too, because they help us awaken. And we just got to keep the light in our eyes. We got to keep our light lit, our houses inside of us, our mansions lit. We have to keep our mm -hmm. temple lit and... Um, don't let anything take your light away because anytime you start feeling that that takeover happening, just go back. Remember to go back to your to your truth. Go back to your, you know, your strengths. Remember that you are just as important as anything that's trying mm -hmm. to control you. Yeah, so beautiful, so 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 beautiful. And you know, just take a deep breath. This is a big conversation we had, so everyone just take a deep breath together. <sighs> And breathe, 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 you know, the more you take time to have take deep breaths and really just breathe through everything, you know, there's a lot coming at us in life right now. But the more you take time to breathe and tap in and tune in and take time for yourself, you know, it's this is a process. And trust me, we're all in this together. So we're all doing our different parts, you know. And I thank you so much, Alana, for coming on. I love you. I love your wisdom. And I definitely would love to have you come on again. So until then, have a beautiful, glorious day. So much love, okay? Thank you. You too, honey. Bye-bye. Bye.